0: Oh, fuck, I've still got the metronome. <laughs> All right. Yes, everybody, that's, that's how we start our podcast, with the, oh, fuck, I've still got the metronome.
1: Yeah, we'll just cut that part out later. Right? Anyways, welcome to the Nick and Adam Show. As you guys have noticed, if you follow our Facebook page, we have changed it to the Nick and Adam Show. A it made more reasons, sense. It did. And we both have a microphone, so fuck yes. you, Adam.
0: Yes, the quality should be a little bit better. So uh, we're gonna we're going to have a little geek moment here. Yes, I know that's out of order. But a geek moment. So apparently you can't have two of the Blue Snowball microphones plugged into a Mac at one time. They have a digital signature or something like that? Something I don't know. stupid. So we're going to get it reprogrammed by Blue. Or, Blue, we're not going to use you anymore, okay? Those yep. are your choices. You can either reprogram it for free and get us back in two weeks, or we're going to use a Sennheiser. What do you say?
1: I say Sennheiser. That sounds good. Blue, you got cool microphones. I have an orange microphone now, as you guys have seen from the picture. But come on, if we can't use two microphones and get better sound quality, why are we going to use these? Come out! We sent him a picture. There's a picture on the page now. I did not know that. Follow the page that we have. I do follow it. I, I, I did. I also, didn't. if you guys haven't started following the page, follow the page. A lot of good stuff on there. Fun facts, fun tidbits of information, I guess. Pictures, all kinds of fun stuff. Follow it. Share it with your friends. Facebook. Hashtag, TNA show. TNA show. That's right. That's another reason why it's the Nick and Adam show because hashtag TNA show.
0: We we figured TNA might get a little bit more of traction than the Adam and Nick show. We couldn't we couldn't really come up with any cool acronyms from that or anything like that. So eh. no, not it really. It is what it is. TNA. So uh, we've had some feedback this week, and thank you so much to our loyal lifetime listeners of one show. Yes, uh, one thank show. you for letting us know what your thoughts were. Uh, we heard you we bought a second microphone i mean that that's how much that's how invested we are we bought a second mic and i'm sure you can tell it already sounds better hopefully yes so we're, we're recording on two computers we're going to drop it together in logic pro we're going to edit we should well, we're not going to edit okay we're just going to drop it together and drop in a couple plugins and, and that's going to be that yep but uh we did get some feedback from some different people Um, We know the car part was too long. The car part was too long. Sorry. We're also going to make it a little more, what is it, uh, accessible to the everyday man?
1: Maybe intriguing, I guess. Uh, Okay. Okay. Intriguing.
0: We're going to make it more useful. Uh, We like Top Gear, so we were thinking more along the lines of their supercars and stuff like that, which we all love. But let's face it, nobody that's listening to the TNA show is really going to be able to afford a uh, Lamborghini Gallardo Diablo uh, Aventador, any of them. We may
1: still plug cars like that from time to time, but, you know, we'll see.
0: So, uh, but we do, you know, we're not going to apologize the second time. We did that on the first show, but there was an issue. Somebody somebody brought something up, and they said that we were misogynistic. Uh, I just want to say, I, the only thing I could think that was misogynistic about the first show was uh, the comment to my wife, about her forgetting about the show. Look, I, I love my wife. We get along really well. We also gripe back and forth at each other. Um, and that that's just the way it is. I'm sorry that your feeble brain could not handle that. So just know that that the characters that we portray on the show doesn't necessarily mean that we don't love our wives very, very much. Right. So. But
1: the part that was misogynistic to this person was the fact that we had a real man Cave. A man cave. Oh that was the that was the misogynistic part of it, yes.
0: What do you what do you mean the real man cave? What was the issue? I
1: don't know. Apparently a real man cave is misogynistic.
0: Was he offended by gas? I guess. I don't know. Or a water heater.
1: A water We talked about a water heater.
0: Yeah, but that's I mean, it's a garage. So so we're just gonna call you out. If if you're uncomfortable with us podcasting from a garage, uh, then you're too much of a pussy to listen to the show anyway. So that's that's fine. We don't we don't need you. We don't need that negativity and just
1: Move on with your life. But as we said in the first podcast, that's where the apology is. If you need to find it again, go back to podcast one, Thor's nipple, yeah, and you'll be good to go. First five minutes, I think we apologize. I think so, yeah. So we should be covered. Either way, like Adam said, if you don't like it, don't listen. We're not going to get hurt. We did have one dislike on our Facebook page. 37 people liked our page. One person unliked us. Oh. Well. My feelings are hurt. I, I My feelings will be okay. Oh, well, I'm glad. It'll be fine. Good. I'm glad. So
0: uh, some car news for people, uh, useful car news, hybrids. All right. A lot of people are wondering, uh, is hybrid a good car to get? You know, is it, is it worthwhile, the money and things like that? I can't tell you if it's worthwhile, the money, because really that comes down to uh, what the price of gas is, the number of miles that you drive. Then you need to factor in oil changes and things like that. And plus there's a bunch of different hybrid cars that we all know there's the Prius, which is the hybrid Ew. that charges the battery from the engine while it's driving. Then there's the Leaf and the Tesla, which are full electric. And then there is, uh, there's a couple others that are kind of like in the middle. They're a plug in hybrid, but still have the gas engine. There's one by Chevy. I've actually driven the Chevy test drove that, uh, a couple months ago. It was fantastic. Car, I really liked the acceleration.
1: Quite honestly, it was it was good. Which one was it? Uh, The Chevy Volt, maybe? Is it the Volt? There's the Volt and the Bolt. The Bolt is like new.
0: The Bolt is all electric. The Volt, I believe, is the plug-in with the gas engine. Yeah, something like that. And it has three modes. Anyway, it's a neat it's a neat car, guys. I'm not I'm not trying to knock anybody's car here at all, but what I do want to bring up is that a lot of people get these cars and they're thinking that they're doing wonderful things for the environment. Uh, they think that it's so fantastic, uh, and uh, there are people that, you know, maybe are trying to be a little more conscious about the environment, and I, and I say, yeah, that's that's great. You know, we've only got this one planet, but when you start really crunching the numbers, you might be surprised. Um, so there's a couple of things that I just want to share with everybody that that I learned is that for every kilowatt hour average that is is made of power, and this is how power is measured, uh, that roughly... You are uh, what you're looking at two pounds of um, I'm sorry, 19 pounds. I was right the first time. Two pounds, two pounds. Nick, you're supposed to you're supposed to get me on these facts. Sorry, two pounds per kilowatt hour uh, at the best, um, and that's also 19 pounds of CO2 per gallon of gasoline. So. I've got a friend that actually has one of these volts, Ooh. and uh, he went 1,845 miles on electric, uh, which, is, which is fantastic. But what this really comes down to is that he made 1,144 pounds of CO2 running on electric because that electricity, the way it's produced in the U.S. currently. Now, if those had been gas... If he had gotten that uh, from a pure gas car, and let's just say he got a good gas car that got, you know, say 35 miles per gallon, he would have only gotten 1,001. That's a difference of a 100 and nearly 50 pounds of CO2 in favor of gasoline.
1: Okay, so he's destroying the earth a little bit less, right?
0: No, no, he's destroying the earth a little bit more.
1: Okay, he's destroying the earth a little bit more, but how is it helping him? He's getting a hybrid car... it's
0: cheaper because right, right now gasoline is taxed out the ass by the government whether it be state or federal it's it's taxed like crazy because greenpeace and all these other lobbyists think that you know that these giant smog producing plants are bad which they're not great but in reality had that been a regular car the plant that produced that electricity ended up making more pollution than if he had been allowed to produce that same amount of energy from just using gasoline in his car. So my point is, my point is that, that hybrids and battery power is the way of the future. We're going to have to get there sooner or later. We're going to eventually run out of oil. But that right now, if people, instead of focusing on getting to batteries and stuff like that, focused, if they really cared about the environment, they would focus on let's make our gas-powered vehicles more efficient. What can we do? So that means filling up your tires, making sure your Freon's not leaking. Actually, Freon, guys, is a lot worse for the environment than the CO2 coming from your tailpipe is. So if you have a leaky air conditioner, you're killing more bugs and things like that than whatever else it kills. I don't know, because I don't don't (laughs) care. I drive a V. I, I love a V8. I want a supercharger in that thing, five miles to the gallon, and a billion horsepower, and I am happy.
1: You say that, but you drive a Mini Cooper.
0: Well, I drive a Mini Cooper now. What was before the Mini Cooper?
1: Uh, 76 Mercedes 300D. An
0: old diesel. That's yeah. right. You know how much uh, pollution a diesel makes? A uh, lot. Oh, shit ton. It was awesome. hmm So, anyway, guys, tree huggers that are out there buying these electric cars to be all saving the environment, dude, whatever. You're not doing anything, anybody any good. And we're not even talking about what it takes to actually make the battery. So, when you're buying a car, don't be sheeple, okay? Don't fall into the whole, oh, this is good for the environment. No, it's good for your pocketbook. It's cheaper for you to put electricity in your car than it is for you to put gasoline in your car.
1: And maybe that's what we really need to look at, the pros of buying a hybrid car rather than the cons of the environment. Sure. There's a lot of good things to buying a hybrid car. You never really have to go to a gas station if you buy an electric car. Charges right from your house. For an electric car, yeah,
0: but for an electric car, what you drive to uh, 100 miles, and, and there you go, you're going to be there overnight.
1: Well, depending on your car, yeah, but you know that's the problem. Is some cars are 20 to 24 hour charge times. Take the uh, I8 for example. You charge it, it, takes five hours of charge, and you get like 15 miles out of it because it's a hybrid engine. Yeah. But that's where that brake system comes in. Yeah. You use that brake system, it charges a little bit more, and that I8 is faster than most cars that we've driven. Well, true. So I mean, take electric cars. You get 100, 150 miles. Yeah, they're not the road trip car, but you never have to go to the gas station. It's cheaper to use. Yeah. But they cost more to maintain because batteries, having to replace those, cost a shit ton of money. You know, like
0: I might argue with the maintaining though. Think about, so think about the lack of oil. This uh, this guy that owns his electric this this hybrid car has only, since he's had it, has put less than 3,000 miles on the car, and he's had it a year, and he's driven uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of eight to 9,000 miles. That oil change doesn't wear out. So the oil's not wearing out as quickly as it would in just a pure gas car. So I would actually argue the maintenance might be the other way on that.
1: Okay. Let's look at some other pros. No idling. So some cities, some counties have a no idling law. Where you can't set out a red lighter in traffic with your engine going, you have to turn your engine off, and that's why there's a lot of cars with those. And they automatic expect me to idling. do that. Time out.
0: And they expect me to do that in the summer. Yeah. With what? What do I do? Just roll down the windows and not have air conditioning? You yeah, quit being a bitch. Just At, turn your car off. This is why I'm not living in any of those places. I know, right?
1: But it helps with that. So you have a hybrid or an electric car, you have that, you know, exemption right there. Uh, Hov lane. You can ride in the HOV with a hybrid or electric car. can
0: I just get a hybrid sticker and pop it on the back of my car? Do the cops really know what cars are hybrid and what cars aren't?
1: You can't put a hybrid sticker on your fucking Mini and drive in the HOV lane. I bet you I can. I, dollar? A dollar. Dollar.
0: Gentleman's bet, alright? I will drive in the HOV lane and I will get a uh, a hybrid sticker.
1: Remember last time you drove in the HOV lane with my car and you
0: got pulled over? That was an accident, okay?
1: Uh-huh. Whatever. So, you do get a better gas mileage with hybrids. Take the Prius, for example. As gay as it is, 50, 60 miles to the gallon.
0: Um, I'm gay.
1: Exactly. Notice the picture that was on our page. And you do have a higher resale value. Electric and hybrid cars do hold their value a lot better than gas cars. Uh, No, no. It's true. Really? Yes. It is. I don't know. If if you
0: want higher resale value, just get a Subaru. Or a Subaru, (laughs) as our friend calls (laughs) it. Subaru.
1: And then you look at the top hybrid cars right now: the i8, the Porsche Panamera, you know the Tesla Model X. Dude,
0: those Teslas are dangerous.
1: Okay. Yes but they claim it's not their fault when they get into accidents.
0: Yeah, yeah, not not our fault. We built the autopilot
1: mode, but not our fault. Well, I mean, look, they have a clause that says you have to be aware at all times. And if you're going 80 miles an hour on the interstate and you see a car stopped in front of you and your car is not stopping, hit the fucking brakes.
0: Look, if my car is driving itself at 80 miles an hour on the interstate, I'm going to take a nap, especially if it's a
1: morning commute. Oh, trust I, me, I understand. I would too. Yeah. But again, where it says this well, yeah, feature you, is not you, fully you functional sleep yet? when your
0: car is not, you know, autopiloting. All of a sudden, Nick Nick wakes up at home, guys. He leaves work and sometimes he's going, how did I get here?
1: Look, I work a lot of hours and I work (laughs) in retail. It's tiring. I wake up when I'm in my driveway. It just happens. But I'm saying Tesla has this feature, autonomous driving, autopilot, whatever you want to call it, on major interstates. Two accidents have happened and Tesla has denied responsibility for both of them. Stating that in their claims, the driver claims full responsibility and should be aware at all times.
0: Okay, that's that's a really nice little clause to put in there. Oh, the driver has... Oh, yeah, We built this auto-driving thing, but at any point in time, it's not our fault if it fucks
1: up. Exactly. It kind of covers their ass. But, at the same time, the Model X has 762 horsepower, and it's instant mm. torque. It's, it's instant, yeah. and that's what's beautiful about it. There's no superchargers, there's no turbos, it's just right there, all the time. Hit the gas, you go.
0: My wor- My wife works with a a guy that has a Tesla. Oh yeah. And uh, I heard there was a uh, um, a firmware update for them where everybody could get the insane mode. Ooh. And guess what? She keeps on forgetting to ask the guy if uh, if he got the firmware update that does that. Because if he did, I want to like pay him a little bit of money. Oh yeah. And just sit in it and just say, hey, can I check your
1: your your car out? Or just take me for a ride. I. That would be awesome. I, w- I would go for a ride in that. So this, I would drive it, but, this you know. This doctor
0: that my wife works with, if you happen to listen to our podcast, just know that you would make a little boy's dream come true if you let him sit in your Tesla and drove him around the bo- block. And if you had the insane mode button, I would, yeah.
1: Well, which model is it? I, I don't know. It's white? It's white. Okay, what does it look like? White? Four You're doors? retorted.
0: What am I supposed to know about a Tesla? It's an electric car. I don't uh, pay attention looks to them. It like a
1: crossover. It looks like a sedan.
0: It, it looks like a white, sportish car with right, four doors. That's it's Model S. Okay. Is that the one with the turbo
1: button? Uh, well, the Model X and the Model S. The newer Model S does. So there's an S and
0: an X model.
1: And a Model 3. The Model 3 was a lower-end consumer model. The I model assure you it is not starts, the 3. Well, the Model 3 is actually really cool. It starts at $30,000. Whoa. Right? Really cheap for a Tesla. And it doesn't have an actual dash in the front. Like, it has the dashboard, but it doesn't have all your console or your gauges and shit like that in the front. It's all, like, on a big screen in the middle of the console. So it's like a big screen TV almost, like a 20-inch display in the middle of the car. And well, the uh, speedometer is, like, right in your peripheral. So it's not in your way. You're not having to look down or anything like that, not having to look through the steering wheel. I it's don't right like the speedometer peripheral. anyway. It's not a big deal. Okay. Well, that's why you have a problem. But I do just, get some speeding tickets. Yeah, he does. But it's right in your peripheral, so you just drive, you see it, you go, and it still has the autonomous driving or autopilot or whatever, yeah. And it's comfortable, and it still seats five people. Still gets about 150 miles to the charge. It charges fairly quickly. And as we all know, Tesla is putting charging stations and rapid charging pretty much everywhere on the nation right
0: now. Yeah, it's rapid charging to Calhoun so I can buy one of these. That'd be awesome.
1: Actually, there is charging stations in Calhoun. No way! Not mm-hmm. uh, re- Tesla charging. Yeah, stations. not the Tesla charging. Oh, yeah, but there yeah. are charging stations in Calhoun. Yeah, so. I've seen a couple. Uh, it'd be cool. There's charging stations pretty much everywhere now. So, but yeah, Tesla's pretty cool. One of the fastest full electric cars. But there are a lot of hybrids that are pretty quick now. Um, I mean, take qu- the Mercedes qu- S550. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Quick for these hybrids though, they're still lugging around a bunch of batteries. I want to hear about quick gas cars. Such quick gas cars. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. I've got one. You for know you. which one I'm thinking of. I don't know, but Pagani just released one. I know.
0: It's beautiful.
1: It is two and a half million dollar car. Pagani just released, anybody that knows me knows Pagani is my favorite make.
0: They, guys, these cars are just the sexiest
1: looking cars ever. Just mm. wow. So Pagani just released this car. It's a $2.5 million car. Nobody really knows how fast it is yet because they haven't released the specs. doesn't matter. It's beautiful. But to put it in perspective, the engine is an AMG 6-liter V12.
0: Ooh. Hey, Philippe, did you catch that? The engine that they're using is built by Mercedes. You say Mercedes sucks. I just wanted to point that out for you. Yes, I'm calling you out on the radio show or the the podcast.
1: (laughs) Poor Philippe. I love you. Either way, AMG 6-liter V12, pushing at about 790 horsepower, 811 foot-pounds of torque, 0 to 60 in less than 3 seconds. Mm. I mean, that's enough to make you shit yourself when you hit the gas. Oh, shit myself is not what I'm going to do if I hit the gas. No, it's an erection. Yes, we've got a situation in my trousers. (laughs) Either way, they've redesigned the whole car, taking it off the Zonda R. That's oh, where a lot of their inspiration that was a hot came. Car too. Beautiful car. That's where I first got into hyper cars was the Zonda. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful car. If you don't know what it looks like, go look it up. Google. Google. Mm. Seven-speed, automated manual gearbox, hydraulic actuation, crazy clutch control. I mean, it's it's designed to be extremely, extremely flat fast. Huh. So they say there's only one competition car. That could possibly take it, it's not even released. Uh, No, it is a Bugatti, though. Bugatti Chiron or Chiron. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, the new one. It's
1: not even unveiled yet, not even unveiled to the public, but supposedly it has an 8-liter W16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 1,500 horsepower, 0 to 60 in 2.5 seconds, supposedly. Mm -hmm. Top speed of 286 miles an hour. Man, that is fast. That's stupid. You know the
0: wind at that speed just, like, turns into almost a liquid feel. Like, you you can't roll down the windows and put your hand out and hold it. They say it's
1: like trying to breathe through a pound cake.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I believe that. That's awesome. Just roll down the window and you die. That's it, you're done. Going up to 286 miles an hour, supposedly you go through a set of tires once you get that speed. It just burns them up. Done. That's it. In other news, we're going to move into our geek subjects. Oh yeah, so
0: everybody that was tuned out for the cars, you can wake back up now, turn off your autopilot on your Tesla, start actually paying attention again. This will Pretty be good for you.
1: About 20 minutes in, that's where we're at.
0: So, geek news, security, folks, at the government. Now, we all know about Hillary, and I'm not going to talk about plus or minuses of Hillary and Trump and things like that, you know, whatever, that's, that's for you guys to decide, we just want to talk about security for a brief moment. And uh, there's a huge issue, I understand, actually. Yeah, there is. Within the government. So, Nick, what, what's what's going on there with this security issue?
1: Well, the security issue right now is that everything's outdated. Okay. Everything's just old. Now, I'm sure a lot of you older folk that are listening to our podcast remember the floppy disks. Yes. Right? Those old big floppies. Things that you put Giggity. a few kilobytes of data on, right? Yes up to a meg when they got to the actual hard floppy disks. Yeah, yeah, the
0: 3 3 and a quarter could yeah. hold what a meg, 1.3
1: I think. 1.3 something like that, yeah. Well, basically, everything important at the Pentagon is stored on floppy disks. And there's only one company that still produces floppies. And they're not even making them anymore. They're just formatting and recycling. Hey, all aren't, of...
0: aren't these the same stupid disks that when, like, I was in school would just erase themselves for no reason at all? Yeah. You yeah, plug it are. into the computer, it would work. And then you yep. take it out, plug it back in, and it was
1: like, like oh, no, you're screwed. And that's basically no what our nuclear launch codes are on. Ah, fantastic. I know, right? So if shit goes south, they're on a floppy disk. And that's good. But, the good news is, by the year 2020, supposedly, we are supposed to be able to convert to uh, CDs.
0: Ooh, 2020. Yeah. CDs. Uh, Nick, how many CDs do you think that you have? Uh, And I'm not counting
1: DVDs for movies. I'm talking actual CDs. I think there's one that's in my car that was left there when I bought it. Okay. I,
0: I don't think I have any CDs that actually have any information on it that I care about at all. So... Maybe they could upgrade that to, like, I don't know, iPod security from, you know, 2010, maybe?
1: Yeah. And maybe this is why they couldn't crack that iPhone for a while is because they were trying to do it with floppy disks and shit. <laughs> that, that would be a problem. That would be kind of funny. Mm, this DOS isn't getting to that iPhone. Well, you know, it might be actually backward security
0: because if somebody told, gave you, like, a, a floppy disk and said, Here, I want you to get whatever data's on here and, like, hack it, I don't even know where to go and buy a floppy drive from. I don't, think, I don't think my computers, any of them that I have in the house, would run the floppy drive. It'd be
1: like, uh, what no, the hell are you trying I to know. feed me? But the thing is, at Office Depot, or Staples, whichever one I work at now, at Staples, people still bring in their computers for, like, repair and recycle and stuff like that that have floppy drives.
0: For reals? For reals. That's not good. It's funny. Folks, if you guys have a floppy drive, what I need you to do is one, take that floppy disk, uh, put it on your computer, whatever information's on there, don't worry. Uh, Just just move it to your computer, and then throw all your floppy stuff away. Or maybe write a letter to the Pentagon and uh, see if they want to buy them from you. It it might be liquid gold.
1: And it probably is. Or make a mural of floppy drives. It might be like a blast from the past. Like with records, they're coming back, right? People buying vinyl and shit like that. Yes, Maybe finals will be a big thing, yes, like with floppies. Yeah,
0: but my, my Fleetwood Mac record has never yeah. just gone
1: and erased itself accidentally.
0: <laughs> if I put it away, I can take it back out three years from now, and guess what? The fucker still plays. No problem at all.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a video that I saw. One guy took a floppy drive and put a SD card in it. 128 gig SD card and put it into a floppy drive, and somehow he made a raid. Okay. That would be pretty... That would be security. Because nobody's going to try and steal your floppy disk. Like, I've got like launch codes on this floppy disk. I'm going to put it in the safe. Somebody cracks your safe. Ooh, there's a floppy disk. I'm going to leave that there. Did, did you walk away? Uh, well, that's okay. got a 128 gig fucking SD card in there. Uh, okay. Okay. I'll go along with that. I would do that. That'd be something stupid. In other news...
0: Other news, I am pissed off.
1: Adam I, is pissed off, ladies and gentlemen. You might want to watch out. I mean,
0: everybody... Everybody that knows me is just like, oh, what, what's he raving about now? <laughs> here's, here's my current issue, folks. <clears throat> Hope you're ready for this. The current issue happens to be with a timeline that's put out to you by studios that are doing movies, okay? Uh, Adam is pissed. Yeah, I am not happy about this at all because we're raising this whole generation that's not reading comic books, and they know all their comic information from what happens in movies. So every once in a while, we get a text, Nick and I do, from a friend of ours that is trying to get answers for uh, these geek questions. And it's all comic book trivia and stuff like that. And we've run into some interesting information because every once in a while, the answer that he's looking for is from a movie. But it's not actually accurate in the comic book. And this is our big... Well, this is my... I don't know about Nick. This is my big issue. So a lot of you guys have probably seen... Uh, the X-Men movies. Um, there's, I don't know, five, six of them, something like that. There's, yep. there's a bunch of them. So they have timelines in the movies, right? Well, my biggest one, my biggest issue is that uh, in Days of Future Past, I believe is what it is, uh, X-Men, we send Hugh Jackman, who's playing Wolverine, back to get uh, Charles Xavier and Hank, um, out, uh, and, and to, uh, to get... Uh, to break... Oh, crap. Totally lost me. To to yeah. break Magneto out of prison.
1: Adam might be nervous.
0: Yeah, I am, guys. This is how upset I am. I can't even think straight about this.
1: He's shaking.
0: So He's angry. They go to get Quicksilver. Now, Quicksilver is the son of Magneto. Um, you'll find that out in comic books later. It's not a big deal. So, they go back to 1973. Now... At this point in time, Quicksilver, uh, who is the uh, twin brother of the Scarlet Witch, who we see later in Age of Ultron, but Quicksilver is, I I don't know, uh, late teens. I would say 17, 18, something like that. He's living in the basement at his mom's house. No, he's not a a huge geeky nerd living in the basement of his mom's house. He's actually just a teenage boy. Uh, So it's, it's pretty normal. And... He is 17, 18, maybe 19, no more than 20, though, in 1973. Breaks out Magneto. Now, fast forward to when the Age of Ultron came out. We see the same character, Quicksilver, and this movie is set modern day, so we know it's between, let's say, 2013 and uh, 2017. So at least, at the bare minimum, we are looking at 40 years in the future. Just simple maths: 1973 to 2013, 40 years in the future. Now, Peter, who they've changed his name from uh, Petroff to Peter, uh, is no older than 30. He looks to be mid-20s, but we've at least added 40 years to that. So he should at least, at the bare minimum, be 65 years old.
1: He's looking good for 65.
0: And he's looking fantastic for 65. So, one, I have this issue going on because he's not that young. Last time we saw him, he was 18. Now, all of a sudden, he's, you know, mid-20s, 40 years later. This makes no sense at all, guys. Then, Wanda, yeah, the Scarlet Witch's name is Wanda. I know, get your jokes out. But Wanda and Petro Maximoff were orphaned at 10 when their apartment complex collapsed on them. Now, how the hell are they orphaned at ten, but yet he's living in his mama's basement when he's eighteen?
1: What is going on, folks? Makes total sense, doesn't it?
0: There is there is no continuity. Now, this is done. This is all Marvel stuff. So this isn't like you know DC came in and decided to mess with the timeline or something. This is Marvel. So guys at the uh, the whatever studios are making this because I, I don't actually know. Uh, but whatever studio is making these things, guys, if you're not gonna make them match the comic book lore, I get it. okay, you gotta have Hollywood rights and you got to kind of make stuff fit. I totally understand that. But if you're not gonna make it make it match the comic book lore, at least at least lie to us just enough so that it makes sense when we're mixing movies. because right now I can't go and watch Age of Ultron on a Saturday and then go back and watch Days of Future Past with the X-Men and all of a sudden see the same character played by two people, I might add, see the same character that's supposed to be 40 years difference and in reality is not different at all. They look to be the same age if you were to put them side by side. So anyway, guys, get on board with this. This is just, this is just crazy. So please raise your voices with me against the studios and tell them we got to end this shit. It ain't no good.
1: Doesn't Quicksilver die?
0: Yeah, yeah. Quicksilver dies in the Age of Ultron. I wasn't even going to get into that, but Quicksilver dies in the Age of Ultron movie. However, that's not when he dies. Okay, folks?
1: So when does he die?
0: Well, he he dies later. Um, It was an alternate timeline that the Scarlet Witch made. It's actually going to be really complicated unless you guys are are looking at a spreadsheet while I'm talking about this. I need my whiteboard. Anybody that knows me, where the hell is my whiteboard when I'm trying to explain (laughs) this sort of thing?
1: Okay, so for those of you that are curious, there is an actual order of Marvel movies and TV shows to be watched. Yes. For it to make sense. So we'll go down the list. It still fucks up the timeline, just so you know. It fucks up the comic book timeline, but if you're not as anal as Adam, then you'll be fine. Everybody should be
0: as anal as me. So if you're just (laughs) going with
1: movies, Captain America, The First Avenger, Iron Man, The Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Iron Man 3... Thor, The Dark World, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Ant-Man, and whatever happens after that.
0: When's Guardians of the Galaxy kicking? Uh, yeah, he left off Guardians of the Galaxy. I did, actually. Chris Pine, it's okay, buddy. We love you.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, after Thor, The Dark World. Yeah,
0: yeah. It should, it should be the last movie, right? Isn't it the last thing?
1: Uh, not Guardians, no. Oh, really? No, it's towards the end, though. Okay. It's between Thor, The Dark World, and Captain America, Winter Soldier. Okay. And then after Captain America, Winter Soldier is Avengers Age of Ultron, and then Ant-Man, and then it's uh, Civil War, which was fantastic, I might add. And for all you fans of Team Cap, buck you. <laughs> it's Team Iron Man all the way. I would love to hear why you are Team Cap, because everybody that I have talked to is Team Cap, and I am the only Team Iron Man. But I have my reasons. I'm Team Thor. You're, f- Thor wasn't even in
0: it. My point exactly. Thor is an Avenger. Thor is, uh, awesome. Thor saw the Civil War and he stayed out of it because he didn't care. Be like Thor. Don't be a part of the Civil War. Well, so is Hulk.
1: Hulk would have just killed everybody. Yeah. Hulk would have just smashed. Hulk (laughs) smash everybody. Hulk (laughs) Hulk, fuck you. That would have been it.
0: That would have been a better tagline for Hulk instead of Hulk smash. I'm sure that went through some, some test groups. So we've got some ideas. Should we have Hulk say, uh, Hulk go... Hulk great, Hulk smash, Hulk, Hulk fuck, fuck you. you. Uh, let, let, let's go with Hulk
1: smash. We think that might work better. Hulk and smash. Hulk smash, not Hulk fuck you. That's, that might be misconstrued. You know,
0: Hulk fuck you would be uh, a little bit inappropriate if you it ask might me. might be.
1: Speaking of inappropriate, we've got some inappropriate topics for So
0: you. if you have small children that are listening to our podcast, we recommend that they don't ever listen to our podcast. But if they are... Now's the time to send them away. This is the mommy and daddy time. The slightly inappropriate information.
1: Although our slightly inappropriate for the week is not as inappropriate as last week, I must say our slightly inappropriate is more just news. Yeah, Sorry, guys. Yeah, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Although if you have slightly inappropriate topics that you want us to talk about, please let us know and we'll talk about
0: them. That would be awesome because I didn't do my homework in the past two weeks and I didn't come up with anything slightly inappropriate. You bitch. I know. Uh, my bad, guys.
1: It's all right. We can debate this one for a little bit. I'm okay with this. So, my slightly inappropriate topic for today is there was an assignment in a middle school somewhere in a far off land. A
0: long time ago. Actually, it was like last week. Oh, well, my bad.
1: You know, my topic, Adam. Sorry, I thought we could do Star Wars in there. I mean, we can on the next Geek News. Either way. We need continuity, folks. Whatever. Adam just needs to shut up. So, middle school, had an assignment in an English writing class, whatever it was, that asked the students to deny the existence of God. I saw this in a movie. Yeah? Yeah, it's called God's Not Dead. God isn't dead. It's a pretty good movie, guys.
0: I mean, he doesn't exist, but whatever. Uh, we're we're going to just agree to disagree on this we one. We are. But that's why I'm bringing this up. God's going to show up in your life in a big way. It's going to be awesome. Just saying.
1: <laughs> okay, whatever. Joke's on you. You believe that. That's fine. As long as you believe, I believe that you believe, and we'll be fine.
0: I believe enough for both of us, just like my drinking. I drink enough for both of us. Yes,
1: Adam drinks enough for both of us. He drinks for two. Drinking for two. I don't drink, so he helps me out. Which is great, because if I have a drink that I want him to try, I just send him the recipe, he tries it, and tells me if it's good or bad. Birthday cake vodka is disgusting, for the record. And I appreciate that. Thanks again for trying that. You're welcome. He's my guinea pig. Anyways, this writing assignment asks students to answer whether each item on the list was a fact... Uh, commonplace assertion or an opinion and it was intended to utilize critical thinking so typically it's not to question anybody's religious beliefs but in a sense it did so the question was um, is God real and the only answer that people could figure out was it's an opinion and when one of the students disputed well God is real she got in trouble for it and the teacher said no god is a myth and you're wrong and when they questioned it they failed the assignment so this went up to the school board the principal and the parents and everybody was just like pissed off as hell because it's a public school and they're saying that the existence of god is a myth and that their children's beliefs are wrong and personally as somebody that doesn't believe in god I don't really care what you believe but at the same time if you believe and are convicted that something is real who the hell are you to say that it isn't?
0: True. Dude, this is a good one. I Hats off to you for, for finding this. This is fantastic. Thanks. I mean, I try. You know, so as, as, as a Christian I would say, you know, and, and guys, you're going to have to, you're going to have to, Christians, stick on, hold hold on, don't, don't run away on this but, Whatever you believe, whether God is real or God is not real, takes what's called a little bit of faith. Yep. You, you have to, at some point in time, believe. Whether or not it is true or not is, is you know, debatable. And some might say, no, it's not. You know, there's, there's all this proof and, and things like that. And, and I totally agree that there is all this proof. But at the same time you have to give that little bit, at some point in time, you're going to have to take that jump, that little bit of faith. And, it, it, you know, it's to me, it's, it's even portrayed in a, in a painting on the Sistine Chapel ceiling of, you know, Adam laying reclined, God reaching out toward Adam. And if you guys look at that painting, you'll notice that there is a very small gap between God's finger and Adam's finger. And to me, that is, that is the human choice in there. Uh, God's finger is pointed while as Adam's finger is relaxed, and all he has to do is straighten his finger to touch God's. And to me, that really hits home because you have to, at some point in time, take that little bit of, of faith. I mean, because nobody knows 100%. Nobody has, has seen God, and people that say, I know 100% that God is real, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to take Take argument with that and say, No, you have not seen it. You have seen effects. You have seen what you attribute to God in your life. And, and that is fantastic. And I totally believe that that, that, is, that is true. But if you catch that, you believe, and I believe that that's what's true. And I, I think the writing assignment is fantastic. Public school or not, students, you know, at that age have to sooner or later come to the point of figuring out, hey, I'm going to be challenged from time to time with my thinking. I'm going to need to have reasons for why I believe a certain way, why my opinion is a certain way. And man, I think, I think that's a fantastic writing assignment. Hopefully, you know, a lot of students got a lot of good stuff about that and really made them think, because that, that's what it comes down to, to me, is the thinking, not following what your parents said. Oh, we believe in God. Well, Why? You know, well, because uh, our it's parents because the Bible did. Says so. Yeah, because the Bible says so. Look, guys, there's a lot of holes in the Bible. I mean, there, there really are. If you start really reading through it and paying close attention to what it's saying, there are a ton of holes that you can poke in the Bible. There's a ton of holes in evolution. Nobody, nobody has it all figured out. Nobody knows 100%. And so you're going to have to take that leap. And if a, if a kid can't handle it, what, what age group is this? Do you know?
1: About 10 or 12, I think. Uh, My problem really. I might
0: disagree with the age, but.
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, my problem lies with one, the age, but two, the fact that the teacher told them when they tried to dispute it that whatever you say about God and the Bible and heaven is wrong, and you're just saying these things and believing in these things to get attention. So now that's a problem because. Now these kids are thinking, oh, well, now I'm just an attention whore or my beliefs are wrong because my parents just want me to get attention or I'm being repressed for what I actually believe in.
0: Isn't that part of the whole tolerance thing that we're hearing preached all the time? If, yeah, if exactly. you identify as a man, you go into the, or as a girl, you go into the yeah, girl's bathroom absolutely. now. Absolutely. This supposed goes to back tolerate to our previous that, topic. But we can't tolerate mm-hmm. somebody believing in, in you know, God. I mean, why? How does that hurt you? How does it hurt me if you were to believe in the tooth fairy?
1: Right, but how does it hurt you that, you know, people are going into a different bathroom? Yeah. It doesn't. It's stupid. Yeah, it people doesn't. just need to leave it alone. Exactly. People need to shut up and grow up. Just like we talked about on our last podcast. People need to be adults, learn to live with people that believe and think in different ways and deal with it. So, um, just out of curiosity,
0: do you feel what what age do you feel this would be a good topic for? Like high school,
1: you think? I don't know, maybe, but I don't think it's a good topic for school at least. I mean, school, you go, you learn, you have different subjects, things like that. I don't think religion should be a subject for school. Seems like grade school should be more about facts. I mean, we we know that,
0: you know, and and you can talk about science and stuff and get to facts. You don't have to talk about evolution and how it was formed or anything like that. You can portray both opinions. But I don't know. I, I think that something like that should be really saved for at least upper level high school, if not college, and really get people thinking Why do I believe a certain way, one way or the other?
1: Right. You know, and maybe age is irrelevant. I mean, 10, 12 years old. You should start kind of trying to figure out what your beliefs are. I mean, it didn't take me long to figure out what I believed. Um, But again, my issue is not that these people were 12 or what have you. It's the fact that this teacher repressed them and said, no, you're wrong. You're failing your assignment for questioning me. And whatever you're saying is just for you to get attention. I mean, yeah, yeah that's it's a in school. Yeah, I don't think you should be talking about religion or what's right or what's wrong about your religion in a public school. But at the same time, saying things like that to a child, nonetheless, is wrong. Okay, so then I'm going I'm to kind of ask this question. So I saw recently where
0: um, they were teaching the Pillars of Islam at a public school. Okay. So now part of me says that, yes, that should be part of history And, you know, things like that, that you should explore those different cultures and different beliefs and things like that. Um, So what are your thoughts about exposing kids to that? Because if we're going to expose them to Christianity and we're going to expose them to um, atheism and we're going to expose them to, you know, these different beliefs, then in some regard, wouldn't it be fair to expose them to Muslim beliefs, even beliefs that, you know, we might, that, that some people... Obviously, have very strong um, issues with, you know, primarily due to the fact that that there are, and this is a fact, folks. This is not this is not me Muslim bashing or anything like that. But there are a number of outspoken. We can debate the number, but there are a number of outspoken Muslim and Islamic extremists out there that you know would love nothing more than for the entire country of the US uh, to be blown off the map, everybody included just, just gone because we are such an affront to their beliefs. So where do you draw the line at security and talking about things to get people to think about them? Where do you draw the line at that? And then where do you cross the line? How do you decide where your line is and how do you do that at a public place, you know, such as education or in the workplace and, you know, things like that?
1: Well, I mean, I think maybe teaching students maybe at a higher age than seventh grade would be fine so that they can know what's out there. Um, I don't think there's a problem with knowing. I think everybody should know what is out there, you know, Muslim faith, um, Christianity, atheism, even agnostics. I think everybody should know what there is to believe in so that they don't just get stuck with what their parents believe. Um, I was fortunate enough to be able to explore and see what I wanted, you know, and not just what my parents believe. My parents are Seventh day Adventists. Um, and granted, they are very liberal Seventh day Adventists, which is nice. Um, I was able to explore different facts and realize what I wanted to believe on my own. And I think if in a public setting people wanted to do that, and teach different areas of religion, I think it'd be okay with certain parameters. Like, this is a voluntary class. You know, oh, this is okay. a religious history.
0: Teach it, do, it, do it more like sex education sure. with the younger kids, where it's like, if you want your children to take part in this at 5th, 6th, and 7th grade, you know, okay. And if not, then they can go do something else during that time.
1: I mean, I don't have any kids, but I would say maybe even a little bit later, 8th grade, ninth grade, something like that. Dude, Getting by 8th grade, ninth grade...
0: Uh sex is, I mean, they're, they're,
1: they're, they know about that. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about religious history. Sure. I mean, sex is sex. You kind of get to that point one way or another. But religious history and re- religious freedom, I don't see students, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, knowing about that unless we are going to educate them in some way. Okay. I mean, yeah, they're yep. going to know about Christian faith and things like that. I mean, we're in the U.S., especially where we are in the Bible Belt. They're going to know all about Christian faith, yep. Baptist, Christian, whatever it may be. You know, Baptists are,
0: are Christians, right? Well, yeah, whatever. Baptists, Methodists, Presbyterians, the Lutherans. Different extensions of Christian faith. I know. Faith. I'm just, I'm just I'm wanting to make sure everybody out there, regardless of which, uh, which particular sect you follow, you feel like that you've been represented here by the TNA show. I like it. Guys, let us know your opinions on that. Uh, this, this one would actually be interesting. Uh, we could get some, some good topics about it anytime, of course, that there is um, emotion involved, which we always see with um, religion. You know, people, people have a hard time thinking and speaking objectively about it. So, you know, if you're going to comment on our page um, and start discussions, just be, be adults about those sorts of things. Be open. Uh, Just because you're listening to somebody else and you're respecting their opinion doesn't make you any more or less of uh, a Christian or, you know, an atheist or whatever. Your job is, you know, to go out there and be accepting. And I think that's really that's really what we're all about is just, hey, this is what you believe in. Great. We're going to tell you about what we believe in and what we like and and you make your own decisions and choices based on that
1: right and we don't really care what you believe or what you identify yourself as or whoever or whatever the case may be it doesn't really matter to us like adam said it's if you're accepting if you accept us for what we are and what we believe then we're okay with you i mean even me as an atheist whatever you say or believe or however it may be as long as you're not quoting off bible quotes to me and telling me that i'm going to go to heaven eventually and that i need to come to church and believe in god then, you know, we'll, we'll be fine. We'll be okay.
0: So we've got some life hacks for you guys. We, we've just got out of a really heavy topic there. We're going to lighten things up a little bit. Got some life hacks for you. Uh, one that I have that I think is fantastic, and this one I actually came up with on my own. I didn't oh see this gosh. one anywhere. So, now with everybody saying I identify as this or I identify as that, we got to thinking, well, I got to thinking, <laughs> what if... You were a guy, but claimed that you identified as a woman, and then entered the Olympics. Now, we all know that the men and women are separated at the Olympics. So, this is going to be interesting to see how long men and women are separated at the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, but men and women are separated right now at the Olympics. Uh, so, say, 100 meter dash. Guys, the world record is like a 9.8 or 9.9 or something like that.
1: Pause. I'd like to see a women's dash where a woman just has a flopping dick going through the whole thing. Right? I don't. No,
0: no. I'm just kidding. I don't want to see that. I just <laughs> thought about that for a second. I didn't know what I was agreeing to, folks. This show is not scripted. Uh, I'm a little <laughs> appalled that I said that myself. I do not want to see a big flopping dick in the 100-meter dash.
1: I'm a woman, just not finished. So... But what if,
0: what if seriously, you were like a fast guy, like say you ran, you know, 100 meters in 10 and a half seconds, but you identified as a woman. Couldn't that mean that you could participate in the Olympics as a woman and therefore have the women's world record, but be a dude?
1: I don't know, but here's where the problem is. Yeah. Because let's say you're a guy. Yeah. But you claim to be a woman, but they don't let you in the women's Olympics because you're not
0: born a woman. Oh, my goodness. We will never hear the end of that if that ever happens. No, we just started
1: with bathrooms. It's going to be a clusterfuck as it is. Now we're going to go into Olympics. Can't handle this. Oh, my God. Can't
0: handle this. This is going to be terrible. You think Hillary and Trump are the worst things facing us in, what, 2016 or when, when are our next Summer Olympics?
1: I don't know. I don't really follow. Olympics. We, d- we don't know our bad guys. We should have done some research on that one. Help us out. Post on our page. Yeah.
0: When's the next summer Olympics? Oh, 2020, 2020.
1: Think about it. Okay.
0: 2020 every four years, 2020. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's 2020. So by then we should have this whole bathroom issue straightened out. We can start I bitching so. about the Olympics
1: or something transgender, or maybe it'll be all be settled by then. We'll see. This will be, this will be interesting. Maybe Trump will be like, fuck it. I don't care. Well, I don't think Trump controls the Olympics, though. No, but transgender issues in general. I hope he's just like, whatever,
0: shut up, everybody. Go just make unisex bathrooms and be done with it.
1: Pretty much, but I can see that as being a clusterfuck, too.
0: But wouldn't that be awesome, though, if you were a guy, like a legit straight dude, banging women right and left, and we're just like, oh, no, I identify as a woman, but only when I'm doing running. See, there we go. That would be awesome.
1: That's just stupid. Oh, my God. I
0: identify as a woman, but only when I'm going into a woman's dressing room with other women. Then it's not creepy. I'm sure you do. See? All right, so that's my one life hack. Figure out something that you're okay at as the one sex, and then go identify as the other, but only when you're doing that activity. All right? So that's life hack number one. I don't think it's going to work backwards because... And like, oh, fast woman is like, you know, 10 and a half to 11 seconds, I think for hundred meters. And so that's, that's like last place. Cause you know, the difference we know between in hundred meters is like first and second.
1: It's like first and second. Now that, that was it. You, you were but, first place. Now, now you're last. But keep in mind, we're not saying this to say that men are better than women no, for we're all not. you misogynistic hater people out yeah, there. Yeah,
0: Greg, <laughs> that's right. I called you out on the podcast, Greg. <laughs> Only you know which Greg I'm talking to, though. But, Greg, when you're listening, if you're listening to this, I hope you're listening. I'm speaking directly to you. No other Greg. Just you.
1: That must burn a little bit, Greg.
0: Right? Get some sunscreen. Some aloe vera for that burn.
1: All right. Uh, My other
0: life hack. Now, this one I did see. But, you know, sometimes older people have a hard time seeing their phone. Now, iPhones, and I think Samsungs have a thing where you can, like, make the icons bigger and the word's bigger so that you can read actually what's on your screen.
1: But that's why you get, like, one of those new iPad Pros, the 12-inch one. The 12-inch Pro. Yeah.
0: Giggity. So (laughs) what you can do, though, and I have just figured this out, what you can do is actually take your phone and drop it into a glass of water. Now, because of the convex shape of the glass and the water in it, it will have a magnifying effect on your phone. If you don't believe me, try this at home. Just take that phone, if you can't read something, what you need to do, and instead of zoom it doing the pinch to zoom thing, like on iPhones, just go ahead, take that whole iPhone, take it out of its case, just drop it right into that cup of water, I guarantee it. You'll be able to see it a lot clearer until it breaks.
1: It's really nice if you're trying to read a book or something like that. You just put it on your nightstand, just set it in that glass of water, Ooh, yeah. and bam, you can read that book.
0: Oh, that's another idea. If you put it, you know, some some phones like have a little bit of a glow. They have a light Ooh. that blinks or not blinks, but yeah, like glows you a, a little bit. You can make a nightlight.
1: Just stick it in a jug of water.
0: Yeah, just to put the whole phone with the charger in the jug of water.
1: Yep, it's perfect.
0: And that'll that'll be a great, great nightlight for you. Man, mm. That's two hacks with one idea. That was and awesome. we have
1: fed you, baby birds. There you, you go. You are welcome. There you go. Mm. I've got a life hack for you as well. Mine's a little bit more real, realistic. It helps you a little bit. And like breaking your $600 phone, it might actually help.
0: Hey, maybe you have a uh, waterproof phone.
1: I don't know. Like the S6 Active or something like that or the S7 Active or whatever there is. Yeah. I mean, hey, maybe. And then you've got a good idea, but you can't use your phone because it's all, like, in a jug and making light for you. Look, I didn't say there weren't downsides. Mm -hmm. Aside from breaking your phone. Oof, that would be tough. So, if you're struggling to find a good job, you can check the obituaries. How come? Because it acts as a great preview for upcoming jobs. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And houses if you're looking for a house, too.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a good idea.
1: I know, right? It's great.
0: So, I, that old person at work, and just think, what cool shit do they have that I want to buy? And then just mark it on your calendar. You can, oh, Nick, you can do a Google uh, uh, Alerts. Ooh. Yeah. Look at that. So, you do a Google Alerts for that person's name, and then when it ever co- it comes up in Google, when Google will do all the work for you guys, yep. it'll come up, and they'll have an estate sale, because they got a ton of shit that their kids don't want. We all know this. And then... It'll come up as an estate sale, and you just show up then and like, hey, yeah, I want to get Terry's stuff.
1: I mean, we were great friends. We worked together for 10 years, so. So I at least perfect. get a 20% discount, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's going to cheap, be cheap as it is. It's great. Sweet. Anyways, we got some fun facts for you. Yep, fun facts. we wrap up this podcast. We want you to
0: learn something new. Uh, oldest buildings. Three, the three oldest buildings in the world, Nick. Do you know where they are?
1: Uh, France. Man.
0: He is good. Oh, I lived there. That's that's right, folks. The three oldest buildings are in France. Now, uh, it's about 4,000 B.C. uh, for where these buildings are. Uh, I don't actually know what the buildings are or anything like that. They might be little, like, mounds of clay that somebody calls a building. I don't really know. I I read this on the Internet, so it must be true.
1: Right. Everything on the Internet is true. That's what I heard. Got to believe everything you see.
0: Right? So uh, the oldest buildings in the world are in France. Not the pyramids or anything like that. They're in France. I don't care what your teacher says, they're in France. Got that? Where are the oldest buildings? France. Bingo. Oh, yeah.
1: Now, do you know what they are?
0: No. No. Oh. Did you look them up? No. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think it says what they are. I don't think they're like buildings that people go to. I think they're just like archaeological dig sites, more than likely. Hold on. 4,000 years ago. So, while we're looking that up to see if we have any real facts on that, Uh, we want to encourage you to not sue the Nick and Adam show because we have uh, no money at all. So if you did a life hack that turned out shitty for you, super sorry. But take a different electronic device and uh, post your findings of what you found because we would be curious, and that way we can also laugh at you and call you names on the next show. Pretty much.
1: Those buildings just look like rubble, so they're not important to me. Oh, is it
0: just rubble? Yeah, I I I figured they weren't going to be that impressive. So, so really guys, that is uh, that is all we have for podcast 002. Uh, I forget yeah. what our title of this one was, but it was something genius, I'm sure. Something about hybrid. Hybrid, hybrid buildings. We'll go with that. Hybrid I buildings? Know. I don't know. I think that's a different title than what we gave them in the beginning.
1: Hybrid something. We're
0: going to confuse them.
1: We are. So, anyway, it was hybrid. fixing shit. Uh, that's what we originally We were going to call it fix
0: shit, yeah. but then we decided not to actually fix any shit this time. So. But, I mean,
1: we didn't really fix anything except for your smartphone problems.
0: Smartphone problems have been fixed. So, so hybrid, hybrid fixing shit. shit. Yep. Yeah. There and you hybrid go. Hybrid fixed shit. So guys, That's thanks great. so much for listening. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback as always. Tell a friend. Uh, pretty soon we're going to start some uh, pretty neat stuff with uh, ads and drawings and things like that. So maybe, that, maybe have
1: some guests on and stuff like that from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. We've got, nice. uh, we've
0: got a crazy Mexican to bring on. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ask a Mexican will be his series. Ax of Ask. Ax. <laughs> oh my goodness. Adam has turned black. Did I really say Ax? He's going to get some watermelon. We go ask a
0: Mexican. <laughs> yep. But until then, I'm going to get me some watermelon. I don't yeah, I don't actually know any black people that speak that way. I know quite a few black people. I do. Really? Yeah. That is awesome. Can we get them on the show, too?
1: I'll do it. I can. That'd be amazing.
0: I would love a segment called, When Is It Okay to Say the N-Word?
1: <laughs> ah, that'd be awesome. Okay, so I've got a story for you real quick. Okay, I, okay I mean,
0: quick story for the end, guys.
1: Yep. When I first started working at Academy, yeah. I was doing my rounds, talking to different people, and there was a group of African-American gentlemen, and there was one white folk, and I heard him say the N-Word in front of all these African-Americans, so I was waiting for him to get killed. Yeah. Just straight up going to get dead. And That's you're just going to watch.
0: You're not even going to jump in trying nope. to help the brother.
1: No, nope, because if I help him, I will die too. You're going to get I killed I don't want to deal with it. right. So he didn't get killed.
0: He was impervious.
1: Yeah. And it was weird. So I pulled him aside and said, how did you do that? And he goes, I have my N-word card. And I was like, how do I get one of these? Because I am also white and I have black friends and I would like to be able to just have this card. So I don't get beat down if I say something racist by accident. You know, yeah. it happens. So he goes, well, there's a series of questions that somebody with an N-word card has to ask you, and we're going to go ahead and ask you these questions, and if you pass, you get your card. Okay, Okay, cool. cool. So they asked me the questions, and the questions were very stereotypical, so I apologize for sounding racist, but it was, what's your favorite food? I answered, fried chicken. (laughs) They said, is it ask or axe? And I said, axe, obviously. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. And they said, "Uh, what's your favorite dessert? And I said, well, watermelon. And there was uh, one or two other questions, but again, very stereotypical, and I don't remember the rest of them. But This is not, not made up. Made up. This, this is not made up. This legitimately happened to me. Nice. And he goes, okay, you now have your N-word card. And I'm like, so I can walk up to an African-American gentleman, and I can say the N-word, and I won't get killed. And he goes, yes. So I did. What happened? And I said it. Yeah. And he shook my hand and said, thank you. And I walked away. No way. Yes. yes.
0: Awesome.
1: It was the best day of my life. So, guys, if you're ever
0: looking for your N-word card, that's how to get it right there.
1: Now, don't actually do this. You will probably get killed. It's a bad idea. But that's what happened. Sweet. So, guys, thank you so much again for listening. Please, please, please leave us feedback. Comment on our page. Let us know how we did, what you would do differently, topics that you want us to talk about, fight about, bring up, anything. Please leave us a comment. Topics would be awesome
0: because that's less work for us. Oh, God. And we are lazy. Oh, yeah. But not as lazy as you because you're always going to let us do your thinking for you. So thank you so much. Thank you. Bye.